Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now age of radio Pre-roll time. This podcast is proudly brought to you by Inked Marketing. And the Inked Marketing crowdfunded comic for this here episode is The Listener. Issue number two, Win Wins Weep, live now on Kickstarter. Uh, If you don't know what this book is, well, Kickstarter loves it. It's a project they love. Uh, If you want to know all about this book, go through and listen to the Dustin Burnell podcast I had not too long ago at all. But as far as the quick rundown, I'll tell you this. It's based off of a real badass, a real badass war vet um, with a supernatural twist. So picture real, real uh, crazy, crazy, you know, life stories happening within the realms of the military with a magical twist. Sounds pretty perfect to me. So once again, check out Dustin Burnell's issue number two of The Listener, Win Wins Weep, live now on Kickstarter. Once again, brought to you by Inked Marketing. Ah, hello again. Welcome back to the Cheers to Comics podcast. I'm Brian Wayne. This is episode 290. The 290th episode will be a pull list priorities. I'll be going over all of the books of the uh, the future and the even more distant future. The book's coming out next week for New Comic Book Day, March uh, 10th. Yep, March 10th. As well as the uh, FOCs due to be pre-ordered by the weekend. So there you go. There you go. That's what we'll be doing this year podcast, whether it's speculation or just, hey, I'm digging the hell out of this. This is what we're doing. All right, let's just get down to this, man. Let's just get right down to it. How about some DC? Some DC FOCs. Ah, all right. Ooh, shortlist this week. What's going on? What's going on? Oh, you know what? DC only has three books out, so they must be closing down. I must be closing down. Ethan Van Schriever was right. Kidding. Kidding. But Brian, you said DC was in trouble too. I did. I did. Uh, But (laughs) in a different way. In a different way. Uh, More than anything, I I think I was more talking about Diamond was in trouble because of DC. Whatever. Whatever. Fact is, we got books here. We got books. There's a few. Uh, Batman Fortnite zero point. Number one, the fuck is that? Fortnite zero point one. I got no information here. That's helpful. Uh, pfft, what the fuck? It's a five dollar book. There's a Mikel Janine variant. Do I at least have an image of that? Nope. No. Nope. Well, I mean, why would I? Uh, all right. 
And then there's a premium variant as well for $6. That's all it gives me. All right, well, hopefully we know more about this soon. I'm going to pick it up just because, well, I guess I'm a masochist. Uh, <laughs> I have no idea what this is. I guess I'm picking them up just because it's Batman. Maybe that Mikel Janine cover because it's Mikel Janine. Whatever. Um, yeah. And this has to be ordered by Sunday because it's DC. Remember that you don't get as many days with DC to pre-order your books because they're different. Future State. What? Superman vs. Imperious Lex, number three. And there's two covers on this. Apparently, they're, st ugh, they're not done with it. Not done with it. And then from Black Label, we got Joker Harley, Criminal Sanity, number eight. Wrapping up this little maxi series. Uh, Francesco Mattina on the eight cover, and Jason Badauer on the variant. Yeah, I'm excited to actually go through and read this all in its entirety. Uh, that's, that's it for DC FOCs this week. From what I'm seeing, I mean, I will say one thing. I don't give this disclaimer every time, but keep in mind, um, the, the D, or all FOCs are subject to change up until the point of close. So if you ever hear me repeat myself, or if there's something that I just didn't say, then it's because as I read this information, uh, about 30 hours before the close of FOCs, that gives plenty of time for changes to be made. So it's uh, it's not perfect information, but it's the best I'm capable of giving you without, well, I mean, waiting until after the FOCs come out to record this, but then you're not getting nearly enough time. You see? You see my predicament here? I went back and forth with this for months and months and months as to when I should actually release this podcast and... I think it's about as good as it gets for the release time, giving you all the best opportunity to get your books. Once again, that's that's it for DC FOCs. Uh, let's talk the rest of comics, huh? Starting with Indies Vault, to be more specific. Vault Comics, we've got Engine War number 9. Two covers on this one. Um, yeah, once again, I just, I've said it a hundred times now. I haven't gotten around to reading it. The original concept of it sounded super-duper cool. But, you know, it's it's going longer than I anticipated without me being able to get around to it. So, unfortunately, it's not really on the pull list anymore. But I do have the first six issues that I will be checking out eventually. Um, also from Vault, we have Giga. Giga, number three. This, this one's getting all types of, all types of looks. Alex Packendale and John Lay. It's good stuff, man. Well, I mean, I read the first issue. Uh, I, I hear people compare it to like a Studio Ghibli type of feel. Um, I'm not as familiar with Studio Ghibli, so I can't confirm that uh, similarity. But I will say one thing. It's definitely uh, beautiful. It's beautiful, and there's a lot to it. And yeah, it, unfortunately, it's just not the type of story that I would follow, personally, with my taste. I'm not saying it's bad. There's a lot of good stuff out there that's just not in my you know, flavor palette, but yeah, this is this is one of them. Huge, huge talk around this book, though. Uh, Shadow Service on its sixth issue. There you go. Another one that I'm probably going to be dropping after this issue. Um, I don't know how much further it's going to go here. Maybe it'll tell me. Let's see here. Do I have any information? The much anticipated next arc. Oh, uh, no, I'll be dropping it before this issue. So it looks like this is a. Uh, this is an ongoing. Sweet. 
Right on. And so I'm not dropping it for, you know, quality's sake. It's just another book from Vault for whatever reason. I haven't gotten around to reading yet. Um, I'm killing myself in that manner when it comes to Vault books. I know they put out good stuff. I just, uh, they come out on big weeks a lot of time, and they end up getting put on the back burner because they're not necessarily a priority. And then once I fall behind, shit, uh, I get slippery from there. Um, Witchblood, we've got a number one here. We've got a number one with a bunch of covers, some incentive covers. There's a 1 in 15 incentive, a 30 incentive, and a 50 foil incentive. Um, all together, uh, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6 covers I see solicited here. So there's an A, B, and a C, and then the incentives are D through F. Uh, what is Witchblood? Uh, Matthew Ehrman and Lisa Sturl? A modern Wild West road trip about a witch named Yana cruising the Southwest as a band of bloodthirsty biker vampires. The Hounds of Love. Hunter's scattered coven for the source of all magic. Witch blood. Oh man, from the critically acclaimed, acclaimed creators of the modern witch tarot deck and long lost comes witch blood. Action. Lore. Americana. Perfect for fans of Buffy and American Gods, is what it says here. Uh, neato. Neato. I might check out that first issue. I might do that. You know, I'm not actually normally a vampire fan. Um, lately, I find the more I say that, the more good vampire stuff comes out. Like, <laughs> uh, Cult of Dracula and Philadelphia and... Fuck, I know there's more I'm missing. Uh, <laughs> Cult of Icarus is coming soon. Can't wait for that one. <sighs> yeah, um, vampire stuff. Getting real, real, real good in comics lately. Will this be another one of them? I hope to find out. So that's Vault. Good. I think Vault actually has more titles on the FOCs than DC this week. So look at that. <sighs> Jesus, there's nothing on the FOCs. From Behemoth, we've got You Promised Me Darkness, number one. Uh, looks like a nude cover. Oh, yeah, it's all blacked out there. There's some boobs. There's some boobs from Damien Conley and Damien Conley. Oh, he likes to write and draw boobs. Approximately every 75 years, Halley's Comet orbits around the sun, and every time this happens, people around the world are born with incredible abilities, special auras that grant them these supernatural skills. Uh, but those auras can also be cursed. Yuko and Sebastian, two siblings with special auras, are constantly running from the evil being known as Anti-Everything, who feeds from these special auras, getting stronger with each intake. This being is obsessed with their brother's auras and will not stop until he feasts on them. He probably could have stopped halfway through that. I was sold. Uh, I'm into it. I'm super into this. As a matter of fact, write it down. Oh man, I don't have any paper here. Looks like I'm just going to have to remember... Were <laughs> his last words. Uh, that's from Behemoth. Gotta love it. Anything from Ahoy? A little bit from Ahoy. We got Edgar Allan Poe's Snifter of Blood, number six, on the FOCs this week. Any Aftershock? A little Aftershock. We got I Breathe the Body, number three. And Nuclear Family, number two. Number one, getting a little bit of... Hmm, getting a little bit of talk. A little bit of chatter. Starting to hear a little, a little bit. How many times are you going to say a little bit? Uh, I haven't checked it out yet. I thought I added it to my pull list, but unfortunately not. So I went through and I picked it up through a secondary market, and we'll see what happens when it shows up. It already sounds like I'm going to be behind on it, so yikes. 
Uh, <laughs> any action lab? No entertainment. And regular smut from Danger Zone. Any ablaze? On Sacred from Ablaze this week. Uh, issue number five. There are four covers, it looks like. Cool. Uh, Unsacred gets get some talk. Get some talk. It's not really something for me though, on account of all the the perviness. But you know, it is what it is. <laughs> Boom Studios, Adventure Time, Marcy and Simon, number three. I don't remember no ever even mentioning number one and two. How far? Oh, it's a what? It's a twenty dollar book, convention exclusive variant. All right. It's a strange time to put that out. We've got Firefly on its ongoing, number 27. One, two, three covers on this one. The third being an unlockable cover. Oh, what is this? Power Rangers, unlimited. Uh, Air to Darkness, number one. One, two, three covers. Let's see, got an unlockable variant, a connecting variant. So if it's connecting something, it's not going to be a one-shot. What is this? From L.L. McKinney and Simone Aragazzoni. That's a fun name. Uh, Astronema is one of the most powerful Power Ranger villains ever, and her true origin is revealed for the first time. Astronema. Astronema. Jesus Christ, Brian. <laughs> I don't know why it took me 11 words to for that to click. Uh, all right, for the first time in a one-shot... What? If it's a one-shot, how did, what does it connect to? Tell me what it connects to. Uh, before she became a Power Ranger, a young girl named Karen was kidnapped by bounty hunters and brainwashed into assassin. But yeah, okay, cool. You're telling me the whole fucking story already. I get it. I get it. You're giving me a an origin story of a super badass. Sweet. I'm gonna pick it up. What does it connect to? What does it connect to? It's neat. That's a oh, man. Jung Young Yoon. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Even for being kind of an Eastern style, which usually isn't my style, but I think I'm more like the creature in the background. You'll just have to see for yourself. And I don't know what the unlockable variant looks like. Don't know until you unlock it. It's the same price as everything else. They call it a cover F. Alright, there's an A, a B, and an F. Where is C, D, and E? So many questions this week on Pull List Priorities, guys. So many questions. These are probably going to be things that are answered in between the 30 outer block that I'm talking of uh, the, the time I record this and the time FOCs actually close uh, anything worthy from dynamite this week nah if you like tits and ass there's a bunch of that but other than that that's it any IDW a little bit of IDW we've got comic book history of animation number five uh, that's a thing one two covers on that one the fuck is this? Marvel Action Origins number two. Why does the cover just say coming soon? Uh, well, okay. Apparently they haven't released the cover for that yet. Maybe stay tuned for that one before? You know, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, two covers. Strange. Uh, My Little Pony Friendship is Magic 2021 Annual. Two covers on that one. We got some Sea of Sorrows, number five, wrapping up. Just had Richard Doak on the poet, po- on the poet, Richard Doak on the poet, Richard Doak on the podcast. Not that long ago at all. Check that out. It's a super awesome under the sea type of whore. 
And Osagi Ojimbo Wanderers Road, number five, of a little six-part thing that Peach Momoko's doing covers for. Mm. Dark Horse. Dark Horse Comics. We got Dragon Age, Dark Fortress, number one. Some more video game stuff. As per usual, it's to be expected out of Dark Horse. It's a little three-part miniseries. Um, and then uh, Witcher, ending with its fourth issue of a little miniseries, two uh, covers on that one. So Dark Horse doing their video game thing. No surprise there. To wrap up the indie FOCs this week, let's talk a little crossover. Crossover number five coming out. One, two covers on that one. And uh, number four is also going into a second printing. Uh, Decorum from Hickman continues on with its seventh issue. So you're either on it or you're not. That's all there is to it, really. It's, uh, yeah. Uh, two covers on that. Uh, Department of Truth is getting a bunch of reprints. Two, three, and six are all getting reprints. So get excited about that. And then number seven is on the FOCs as well. Um, Department of the Truth, super, super highly sought-after book now, especially after they've announced that the rights of the, the series have been sold to to some lady um, that wants to make a, a, a thing on it, on the, on the, on the moving pictures. The fuck do they call them movies? Moving pictures? Oh my god! I think it got hit in the head. Uh, <laughs> the fuck is wrong with me? Am I transferring back to the goddamn fifties? Was this Wandavision? Uh, two covers on Department of Truth number seven. Noctera number one already going into a second printing as well. So that's said to that's you say something. That says something, right? Uh, Redneck on its 30th issue. Uh, you're on Redneck either. I mean, you either are or you aren't, right? Uh, I did go through and find the first five, so eventually I'll get around to reading them. Everything else will have to be in trade, though. I don't have it added on the poll list, personally. Uh, Savage Dragon, number 258. Doing the little retro trade dress variant on that. Uh, we do have a number one here. An image number one. So this is always something that... It always has speculation potential, no doubt about it. So from Joe Henderson and Antonio Fabella. Oh, shit. Antonio Fabella doing... Oh, man. Badass. We have Shadecraft. Shadecraft number one. So Zadie Lou is afraid of her own shadow. She's a teenager, so she really should have grown out of it by now, right? But something weird is happening in her small town. Zadie could swear the shadows are coming to life, watching her, trying to kill her. But how do you find something you can't even touch? And how does all this tie into her family, of all things? Yeah, now all about this one. All about this one. Let's see, what kind of variants do we have on it? One, two, three covers is what I'm seeing here. Uh, a jock variant and then a blank cover. Mm-mm-mm. Digging it, man. Digging it. Uh, Spawn, 316. One, two, three covers on that one. Uh, let's see here. Is there anything to say about Spawn this week? Oh. Uh, yeah. Get that, get that A cover. Get that A cover. It says on here, she Spawn, Gunslinger Spawn, Medieval Spawn, the Reaper. I mean, these are all things that we want. What is that golden Spawn? That is amazing. Is that not a Spawn? That might not be a Spawn. Uh, Jesus. Maybe it is. That's a gorgeous cover. You know, I think Matina does his best work on Spawn. It's where he shines the most. Uh, two Moons, number two coming out this week. 
So early into a new series, never too late. And like I said, image. It's image, you never know. You never know. This podcast is meant to bring light, potential speculation as well. Uh, there are two covers on this. All right. Badass. So that, those are all of the uh, FOCs for the indies this week. Let's wrap up the FOCs with some marble. Oh, let's see here. Oh, yeah. All right. Starting out with Avengers Curse of the Man Thing number one. There are one, two, three covers on this one. You're going to want this. Uh, go all in on the A cover. Um, I think I, I think I'm, I've already pre-ordered it. Uh, I think I went, put myself down for five. There's a, let me see here. I do believe that there's the mention of something. Oh man, there's something to this. There's something to this. I know that. Oh, let's see here. Um, I, 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 I'm not gonna lie. I go to Key Collector every once in a while and tells me some things. Uh. Oh, not far enough ahead. Not far enough ahead. Still not far enough ahead. I don't know when these books are coming out. Um, yeah, that's what it is. The Harrower. First appearance of the Harrower. I know it's a villain. It's a villain. Um, that could mean anything. It could die in the first issue. I don't know. Might not, though, either. Might not. Um, honestly, I probably wouldn't normally go five issues in on a villain but this is man thing (laughs) and i think that man thing i think marvel's waking up to the idea that man thing's been super underutilized over the last um well duration of his lifespan so maybe it's time maybe it's time with all these new man thing covers coming out oh i don't know they, they really could bring in a villain worthy of uh just total badassery and because it's Man-Thing, I doubt there's going to be a lot of other people specking on this. So it could turn out to be a super under-the-radar type of situation. I don't know. I don't know. I will say one thing. that My little uh, the, the, the stuff that I tell you guys, it stays within the Cheers to Comics circle. I don't talk about this with anybody else. Just my Cheers to Comics people. So if you're following suit, then uh, you, might, you might be... Uh, um, ahead of the curve as well, if this turns out to be a winner. Um, <laughs> it might not either, though. They might not. Who's to say? There are three great covers on this. Three great covers. The Kasara Stormbreakers variant's pretty badass. I just love Man-Thing. You're not allowed to say I'm bite that either. Now, um, as if I wasn't as ex- <laughs> I mean, excited enough about Man-Thing, I have... Oh, this is the big Marvel week, guys. Beta Ray Bill. Beta Ray Bill, number one of a five-part miniseries coming out. It's Daniel Warren Johnson. It's... I mean, come on. I've been following the line work and some of the teasers that he's been putting out on this because Daniel Warren Johnson, I believe, is um, one of the best working artists in all of comics, if not of all time, in my opinion. Uh, so I follow everything he does, and when he's doing a book with you know interiors and story on a book, and it's Beta Ray Bill, fuck yeah, fuck yeah, this should be huge, and it's spinning right out of the pages of Donny Kate's store. So, mm. I see, I want to see, I want to see a little bit more insight after he just got his ass whooped by Donald Blake. 
Like, I want him to touch on that a little bit more. Because Beta Ray Bill got his ass whooped by Donald Blake. But so has everybody else recently. So, no shame. No shame. In fact, this is, this is probably my personal pick, a week, pick of the week just for the sake of sheer excitement. Sheer excitement. Um, ah, damn. One, two, three, four, five covers on this one. Uh, we've got Black Cat number four with the Jen Bartel variant on the FOCs. One, two, three covers total. We've got Captain America number 28. Three covers on this one with the Marvel 2-in-1, or I'm um, Marvel 2-in-1. <laughs> uh, Two-tone variant on this one. Uh, Ghost Rider from, uh, oh, it's a King and Black tie-in. Okay, about to say Ghost Rider number one. No, King and Black Ghost Rider number one. One, two, three covers on this one. Uh, that Jem Bartel variant, pretty badass. That's pretty fucking rad. Uh, King and Black Return of the Valkyries. For King and Black is just not ending anytime soon, guys. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm not. It's not that I'm not enjoying it. I just feel like this is this is going on longer than War of the Realms, I think. And that was that was a lot. Uh, yeah, but Return of the Valkyries. Three covers on this one. Another huge, huge spec book. Uh, I don't know. Let's see. Is there anything that may or may not come out of this? I don't know if there's going to be any new first appearances or anything like that. But they just announced that like Amazon has not just announced development, but has cast their silk in a live-action TV series. So Sony's going to break into streaming, it looks like, through Amazon. Uh, that's kind of exciting. Actually, it's really exciting. The thing is, is that the, the, the actor seems to be a relatively unknown. So <laughs> I feel like all of the hype around the book that was spiking, her first appearance originally, I almost feel like it kind of dipped a little bit when they're like, oh, it's it's no one huge and i'm not taking anything away from it but this series i mean it's it, this could reinvigorate um some speculation uh it just kind of depends on what they do with these five issues uh, let's see one two three four five covers here of course there's a fucking wait no that says woo that looks okay so now everybody's just doing peach momoko style type of stuff what the fuck is that i thought it was peach momoko uh, I don't like this. I don't like what we're doing here, people. Um, no, no. Uh, one, two, three, four, five covers. I will say this though. I will say this. There is a one in twenty-five variant on here. Uh, I forget the artist's name. Uh, once again, another. People are like, oh, is this the next Momoko? It's like, how can you say the next Momoko? She's only been a thing for like six minutes. <laughs> the next, <laughs> what? Uh, it's like saying, is oh, is so and so gonna be the next Brian? Lane? Like, I just fucking got here. I'm nobody. Peach Momoko's fucking nobody too. So no, no comparing to her. I guess it's just everybody wants to fucking emulate her style now, because apparently it sells. I don't know why. All these people are... I don't get it. I don't get it. All these other variants are great. But, it's, yeah, the 1 in 25 is going to be big for 10 minutes. And then it won't be. Uh, 
Um, so it, it's a, it's a risky move. I'm not going to take the risk, mostly because my books aren't showing up on time, and it's got to be a quick flip. Otherwise, I think um, any any more than an, maybe even a few hours after shops open up, uh, it, it could die off quick because the book is really circulating hard in the spec community, and the more people that know about it, the you know it's it's supply and demand. The more people are going to have it, the more people that have it, the less it's going to be desired, because you know that's how it works. Uh, could be risky. Um, I'm not taking the chance, but uh, yeah, it's it's kind of neat, I guess. It's kind of neat, but you know, it's the same artist that did the one in twenty five uh, Spider Woman variant. That was badass. That was really badass. I just think she might have done her best work and <laughs> moved along. I don't know. Uh, more, more. Um. Star Wars High Republic number three. Oh, going into a second printing. Hmm. Yeah. No. Clearly, nobody wants this book. I went all in on this book. Um, I'm holding them all. I'm. You know, didn't spike. Uh, I mean, I'm talking about the first printing of Star Wars High Republic number three. Um, it didn't spike. You know, on New Comic Book Day, just kind of you know, just sitting there. Cover price still. Um, uh, there are a lot of haters though. Going, why the fuck would you have done that? Why? 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 Nobody wants this book. Oh, really? Is that why it's going into a second printing? Hmm? Is that why? Yeah. I do have some people totally behind me, though, going, Oh, yeah, I'm right there with you, dude. <laughs> right there with you. Hopefully it wasn't just a couple of you guys that listened to the podcast. And <laughs> um, yeah. No, I mean, I, I have faith in this book, and I also have faith in the second printing as well. I'm not getting 25 of them, but I'm going to pick one up, as well as the uh, third printing of number two. Yep. Nope, I think it's going to be an even lower print run on that. Could be something. Uh, that one's not going huge, but I'm going to grab it. I'm going to grab it. I think they're reprints that have some some potential. Uh, Symbiote Spider-Man King and Black number five. Wrapping up. Uh, yeah, I, I haven't been reading any of the Symbiote Spider-Man stuff. It doesn't really interest me, unfortunately. I probably should know this stuff. It's just... I don't know. I guess I don't care. I guess I don't care. Honestly... I think what it comes down to is Nick Spencer has kind of soured me on Spider-Man. And I know this is I don't is I don't even think this is Nick Spencer. No, it's Peter David. I'm just ugh, anything with Spider-Man's name attached to it now I just kind of get all <clears throat> gaggy just cuz I've really disliked Spencer's run. Uh, well that's just my personal opinion after 60 issues and beyond. I mean, obviously, some people into it, right? Uh, the Union on its fourth issue. They're doing two covers on that one. All right. Uh, U.S. Agent on its fourth issue. Once again, why two covers? Why two covers? Oh, and Joe Bennett gets a variant. Apparently, he's not canceled. Good for him. Uh, <laughs> X-Men, number 19. Badass. Uh, oh, that Jen Bartel. That's the best Bartel variant so far, in my opinion. The Emma Frost. That's fucking gorgeous. And I know I saw some people going, eh, this is supposed to be Women's History Month and eh, fucking over-sexualization and blah, blah, blah. Dog, Emma Frost has always been made to be sexy. That's all there is to it. You can't put a fucking suit coat on her and be like, yeah, business lawyer. That's not what the fuck she does. She walks around naked, and uh, she gets shit done. She gets shit done. 
And I think that's why she's so badass. Not the naked part. The fact that she gets shit done with no clothes. Uh, <laughs> she don't need the things that most of us need in life. I guess she, she's obviously not completely naked, but... What she's wearing leaves a uh, little to the imagination, let's put it that way. Bro, I thought you don't like smut. Mm, this is elegant. This is elegant. This is not smutty. This is not, hey, look at my fucking spread eagle pose, or hey, look at my face below my ass, because my ass is somehow higher than my face because of this weird pose I'm doing. Uh, no. No. This is, this is fucking classy, and... I I really like this one. I really do. It's uh, I think Jen Bartel actually outdid herself. And then lastly, on the FOCs this week, we have uh, X-Men Legends number two. So, um, yeah, I'm I'm picking this series up through uh, uh, the <laughs> JTC action figure variants. Who is it this time? Adam X. Uh, everyone's favorite. Uh, that they've never ever heard of. <laughs> these these uh, JTC action figure variants have been fantastic. I love the Cyclops one, this Adam X one. I don't know who the fuck Adam X is, but it's gonna look good on my wall. I have a whole action figure variant wall thing going on, and uh, I'm loving it, man. I'm loving. It. I'm gonna actually have to do some rearranging here pretty soon to create some more space. Might have to take down another row of some stuff to make room for another row of some stuff, if you know what I mean. That's it. That's the FOCs this week. I cannot stress the importance of this. Um, nothing really massive that I'm going to tell you to go out and go all in on. Um, but there is some potential to be had, for sure. So if you're a speculator, boom. Uh, if you're just reading for the sake of the joy of reading then yeah man there's definitely some new series coming out and new story arcs starting up good stuff pre-order your books and if you you do it through the right place a lot of times you get discounts major discounts depending on how much you buy um so yeah beyond check it out guys pre-ordering really is extremely important finding a shop uh, it's, it's fun. It's fun having your own shop that you get your books through. You don't have to, you know, fucking shelf dwell and hang out and just hope that your books show up. Cause I know in the case of, you know, the, the market in the Denver area, uh, shelf dwellers have probably been pretty fucked lately because <laughs> I, I mean, you got to pre-order your books right now or the, my Denver shops, they ain't fucking around. They're not fucking around. They're not ordering a whole lot of extra, you know, cause it's, tricky times so there you go um i'm gonna take a quick break i'm gonna leave you with a little apocalypse promo and i'll be right back with the book slated to hit your slots on the 10th of march 2021 Have you ever found yourself confused about the current state of the mcu or whatever the hell is happening with the dc universe do you often have no idea what the hell the difference is between craft beer and that butt ice stuff at the gas station? Well, then look no further. We present to you Hops Geek News. We're yet another geek and beer podcast in an already oversaturated market. All right, all right. We drink and we pretend we know things. More often than not, we don't really know things, but we do talk some really great topics and we most definitely can drink. 
We'll deliver you news and then dive into any random topic you might have never knew you actually were passionate about. With lots of fun facts about beer. And from Marvel to DC and Star Wars, and to why Die Hard is most definitely a Christmas movie. Which it is. Basically anything that our spouses are sick of hearing us talk about. Join us on YouTube or anywhere you listen to podcasts. New episodes weekly. Just search Hops News. Back, as promised, to talk about the books coming out on the next New Comic Book Day, March 10th, 2021. Uh, let's start with DC. The book's coming out on Wednesday, Tuesday or Wednesday, depending on uh, on your shop. Uh, let's start with American Vampire, 1976. Uh, issue number 6 now. I think it's going 10 or 12. I mean, I don't remember. Pretty sure it's going 12. But yes, Snyder's back. There you go. Uh, ooh, Batman: Urban Legends. I think I, I think I went heavy on this one. I mean, not too heavy. No, probably not. Eight bucks. I think I picked up a few though. That's a brand new monthly. Awesome. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Shipsarski. Duh. Um, yeah. No, I'm gonna be all about this one. I'm. So, oh, fuck. I forgot about this. I'm all about this one. That's exciting. Uh, we've also got more Black Label. We got Rorschach on its sixth issue. Uh, yeah, maybe I'll go through and read six and then, uh, or one through six, and then just wait for six through twelve to come out. Maybe I'll do it that way. That way, one through uh, twelve issue binges. That could be tough with my schedule. It'd be real tough. Uh, Superman continues on. Hmm. Oh, look at that. Uh huh. Yeah. You know who's not writing this book? Yeah, yeah. Brian Michael Bendis, writer Philip Kennedy Johnson, is on this now. Hey, I might actually. <laughs> you know, I'm not gonna lie. I said, hey, you know what? Now that I'm not doing the highlights, my 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 pull list might actually be able to lighten up a little bit because there's a lot of stuff that I was just reading for you guys. But now that I'm only highlighting stuff and not just going through and <laughs> talking about everything, you know, becoming a little more picky, uh, titles that I wouldn't normally be on, like Superman, um, well, they'd be dropped, but then when you announce that, hey, it might get good here, Philip Kennedy Johnson's coming on, well, suddenly my pull list has gotten a little bit heavier again, um, that was fast, I think I dropped it and added it before there was even an issue, uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll see, we'll see, I want to see, I want to, I want to like Superman, damn it. I just can't get into the fucking boring-ass dude. So boring. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'll, I want to see what Philip Kennedy Johnson can do. I'm curious. Let's see. What else? Every time I click on something, I have to go through and re-scroll all over. It's annoying. Uh, Sweet Tooth, The Return, continues with the little fire... I mean, with it, the... F- Fifth issue of a six-parter is what I'm trying to say. Uh, we've also got Green Lantern wrapping up season two with its twelfth issue. Will we get a season three? I don't know. I can't read Grant Morrison Green Lantern because there's too many words, and I'm not. Uh, hmm. I'm not as well in tuned with the Green Lantern universe as I would like to be. And he goes into this like, oh well, if you've been reading Green Lantern for thirty years, then this is the series for you. 
Um, I don't. I, I can't say I really read any of season two, but I also don't see much of an argument towards it going to be any different than season one as far as those characteristics go so hmm. I, i've kept it on the pull list just to have some green lantern on deck you know for the apocalypse when that happens <laughs> i want to know green lantern damn it um oh and probably the big one of the week is going to be the joker another one shot here uh well let's see who did this one yeah no this is pretty much uh saying what the joker was doing after the events of infinite frontier uh which i still need to read yeah, oh and there's a punchline backup story as well so yeah. naturally right i gotta say the uh the design of the joker on this cover is a little he got a fucked up nose he got that mj nose going on yeah what the fuck is going on there well like i said an mj nose other than that, I guess it's pretty neat. What's going on with his eye? Did he get money shotted in his eye? Kind of looks like he got some goop in his eye. Hmm. Hmm. Because, I mean, if those are supposed to be stitches, that's not how that would work. I would like to know who shot in Joker's face. Yeah. I'm going to end uh, <laughs> the DC uh, new comic book day stuff. Right there, on that note. On that note. Uh, <laughs> let's talk the rest of the world, huh? That stuff coming out on Wednesday. As long as Diamond doesn't piss off the, the carriers and shows up on time. Uh, how many weeks have we had this year so far? What are we in? March 12, this is uh, 13 weeks. 13 weeks, and I've had issues for... Uh, five. Five of them. Yeah. That's, uh, that's disheartening. Whether it was Lunar screwing up my, uh, shop's account, or Diamond just not shipping their books on time, or Snow, or whatever. I'm just having a really hard time getting my books when they should be. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's, let's, let's hope for better in the future. Uh, I know that's not the case for everybody. I'm just kind of in my own realm here, but it doesn't mean it's not frustrating, right? Maybe, maybe I mean, yeah, I, I know that a lot of people have had their books delayed with uh, um, the snow and all that, but all this other stuff, it's just been a fucking nightmare. So hopefully, let's see what's coming out next week, hopefully. Let's start with Vault, maybe. If the thing will let me click it. I'm getting really frustrated. Uh, all right, Vault. Automal, number five, coming out. Two covers on that one. We've got Vampire the Masquerade, number six, uh, and Wasted Space, number 20. Right on. Right on. Um, cool. A little bit of stuff from Vault coming out. Nothing that I'm really picking up. I guess I do pick up Vampire the Masquerade, but that's for a friend. That's for a friend. I'm sorry. I'm staring at this fucking chicken wing right now. Don't worry. I'm not going to eat on the mic. That's fucking disgusting. But I'm staring at this chicken wing right now. Uh, <laughs> and it has me motivated to get through this podcast. <laughs> a single ch chicken wing left over. Atomic style. Uh, Valiant. Bloodshot, number 12. Mm-hmm. Definitely picking up this. I'm picking up everything Valiant's doing now. Everything. Um, I have decided their level of quality control is supreme. 
So, yeah, I haven't disliked anything that Valiant's done in the last, I don't know, 12 months, year, maybe? Well, 12 months is a year. 12, 18 months is what I mean to say. Jeez. Uh, anything from Titan coming out next week? Oh, yes, indeed. We've got Blade Runner uh, 2029. One, two, three, four covers on that one. Uh, that's number three. And then we've got Blade Run Runner Origins. Uh, number one. Okay, lots of Blade Runner. What the fuck is going on Blade Runner? One, two, three, four, five covers on that one. And we got Cutting Edge. What is this? Oh, it's a little two-part mini micro-series, if you will. Uh, two covers on that one. And then we've got Minions Sports. What the fuck is this? Uh, oh, there's supposed to be another Minions movie, it looks like. So they're doing something with that. Hard no for me. Hard no for me, but whatever. Minions has its weird little following. Uh, that was Titan Comics. Jeez, there's a lot it looks like coming out next week. Well, no, maybe not. Uh, Scout? Oh, yeah, we've got some Scout. we got Electric Black Presents, number three. we got Shit Show, number two. And we got a one-shot Tart Soul Searchers. All stuff that we should be on. Uh, Electric Black getting a anima an animated series. First ever horror animated series. So this from that universe. Shit show. It's badass. It's just badass. We all love Adam Barnhart, right? Uh, I loved it. I love shit show. And then Tart. A one shot. I don't, know, I don't think you can go wrong with anything Scout's doing. What is Tart? Let's read here. Tart Acid is back for more. Time traveling demon hunting series continues. What? Oh, it's already okay. Gotcha. I thought Tart was already a thing. Um, yeah, right on. Cool. So that helps. It's already a thing. And getting a one shot. Ah, right. What's going on with Oni? Nothing next week from Oni. I got a lot of names here. It's a lot of publishers, but I'm clicking on a lot of shit to see a whole lot of nothing. Uh, any heavy metal? <coughs> yes. Oh, yes. Heavy Metal Maiden. Number one of an eight-parter from Michelle Sears and Bart Sears. Um, I, I actually, I think I pre-ordered this one, actually. I hope I did. And then Sun Eater, number three of a nine-parter. Yeah, I don't know. Talking heavy metal lately. It's had my interest for some reason. Um, I don't know why, but all of a sudden I've just had a an eye on them. I don't know where that came from, to be honest. Oh, I know where it came from. Um, Frank Forte. I uh, I've been in the the the, the chats with Frank Forte. Mm, uh, yeah, he's the the editor over at Heavy Metal. That's why. That's why. Fuck, there are a lot of new names on the uh uh fucking oh, what do you call it? Uh, previews this week. A lot of names. Jesus. You know, do I see... Let's see, there's some certain names I'm looking for. I still don't see yet. Hmm. Hmm. Alright, uh... Let's see, any albatross? Please tell me there's some albatross. Yes! I just had a fucking feeling the goon would be back this week. And, oh, please tell me it's... 
Eric Powell's back, bitches. Eric Powell's back on the goon. Rejoice. I can end the podcast right now. Peace. I'm going to go eat this atomic wing. Just kidding. Just kidding. But I mean, it's all downhill from here, right? <laughs> I'm so fucking pumped on the goon. Uh, a little bit of ahoy this week. We got Wrong Earth Night and Day, number three. There you go. How about some Aftershock? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I'm glad I didn't end. Because there's some good stuff coming from Aftershock. Knock 'em Dead's on its fourth issue. Maniac in New York's on its second issue of a little three-parter. I'm all in on this book. I am getting all of the cover. I, I mean, there's only one cover available through previews, but... Um, all of the variants that come out for this book, I'm, I'm all over them now. I'm all over them. Uh, and then, uh, Scout's Honor, number three. Scout's Honor just somehow managed to, it just gets better and better and better every single issue. And after uh, seeing the promos for this third issue, I, I'm so goddamn excited for this. I'm so excited for this. Ah, it's good times, man. It's good times. All right, um, boom, boom coming out next week. We are at Last Witch, number three, two covers on that one. Uh, don't have much to say about it. Luna, number two. There was a little bit of spec behind, behind Luna, number one, but I think it's since kind of died off a little bit. Maybe number two will reinvigorate that. We'll see. There's two covers on this one. Uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, uh, fifth issue, one, two, three covers on this one. That blue cardstock. <laughs> That's just pretty, man. That's just pretty. I mean, the blank is what I mean to say. Blue blank. Uh, all right, we got Proctor Valley Road, number one of a little five-parter. You never know a boom these days. You never know it's going to take off. I don't know if I got in on it or not. Honestly, I can't spec on anything that, or on everything that has the slightest bit of potential. It doesn't really feel like something that I would be into reading personally, so I think I skipped it, but... I'm pulling for those that did get into it. I'm pulling for you. Boom's been doing good stuff lately. And then we've got Spectre Inspectors, number two as well. Two covers. Boom. There you go. Oh, we have some dynamite worth mentioning. Yeah, I got James Bond, number one. Nope, never mind. Never mind. It's not coming out. It's a $50 cover that you had to pre-order. Nope. Fuck Dynamite again this week. Ugh. I hate saying fuck a publisher, but I really hate their business practice. I've, you're probably tired of hearing me say that. Especially if you're into dy- or Dynamite. Uh, Dark Horse. We've got Black Hammer Visions, number two. I think I screwed up. I meant to add this one, but didn't. This one's Jeff Johns and Scott Collins. I think the first one was fucking uh, Patton Oswalt. Um, I'm pretty sure. At least. Ugh. I'm really trying to get more into Black Hammer. Did y'all read that Skull Digger? Oh my gosh. Jesus Christ. I really hope they... I need more Skull Digger. Man. What the... And I say Skull Digger and not Skeleton... Not Skull Digger and Skeleton Boy. Because, well... Read the issue. Um, <laughs> I don't know if we're going to be getting any more Skeleton Boy. Uh, no spoilers, right? No spoilers. Oh! <gasps> Uh, <laughs> go fucking read Skull Digger and Skeleton Boy. This series is so good. Uh, God of War, Fallen God, number one. Yeah, I think this takes place between the number three and four of the video games. I wouldn't know. I don't really play video games. 
Unless it's Mortal Kombat, I couldn't tell you. I've always wanted to get into God of War, but... No. Not really my thing. The video games, at least. Uh, Neil Gaiman, Norse Mythology, continuing on with its sixth issue. And, of course, there's a David Mack variant, because why would you stop now? We've got Resident Alien, Your Rides Here, number four. Uh, we've got the fabulous Killjoys National Anthem, wrapping up with its sixth issue. Um, three covers on that one. So a lot of stuff coming out from Dark Horse next week, unfortunately. Nothing I'll really be grabbing. I don't know, it's not... I guess it's only two issues in. I might be able to pick up Black Hammer Visions. Nope, never mind. This is next week, not FOCs. It's going to be... I'm not going to fucking eBay for it. Nope, I might have to hit up Hooked on Comics, though. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'll be doing. Uh, Image. Image Comics coming out next week. We got Birthright number 47. Cool. I'm not really reading Birthright, but 47 issues of it. Somebody is, right? Uh, Commanders in Crisis, number 6. Halfway through a 12-part maxi-series of Steve Orlando. Uh, and it's a universe he's trying to hash out. Mm, you know, I'm, I think this actually might have... This, this series has potential, but I don't think it's going to uh, gain ground until... I don't know. At least after the series is done. I will say that. Uh, three covers on it. And we've got Deep Beyond continuing with its second issue of a 12-part maxi-series. Uh, five covers on this. Jeez. Five covers. Uh, Homesick Pilots continues. Uh, number four. Two covers on this one. A series, once again, hearing some, you know, some chatter. But not enough for me to say, you know, bye, 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 bye. You know, I think it's going to be one that I'm just going to have to... See how it plays out. If you picked up number one and it blows up, good for you. Um, I, I just, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. But the people that have read it seem to be, I mean, already forming a cult. So, yeah. Uh, Carmen. Carmen with a f number one. Uh, I do see a few people talking about this. Um, Gillian March. Uh, I'm, I'm interested in this. I, I like Gillian March quite a bit. Um, I'm, I'm, man, I'm curious. I'm very curious. I don't really know what this series is about, though. <laughs> uh, I've been, I went through this before when I tried to read this, uh, description. They have not since changed the description from what I'm seeing skimming through here. Uh, but it has my interest. Uh, I'm, I think I, I think I pre-ordered a few. At least a couple. At least a couple. I think there are a total of one, two, three covers. Uh, Radiant Black, number one, coming out with its second printing. I have since tracked down a few first printings, but I did also jump on the second printing as well. I know a lot of people, uh, there, it was, there was a lot of spec behind it to begin with, and then P the first issue didn't really deliver what people were expecting, but I know there's still a few people that are holding out hope. Uh, I am one of those people. I am. Um, I haven't. I, I can't say that I read it yet. I don't know if I was let down or not. Um, but I'm. My my issues just showed up in the mail. My first print, so I'm gonna be checking them out. And, well, I don't need to read both of them. Just one of them. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm curious. I'm curious, and I have faith as well. Uh, Rat Queens continues on with its 25th issue, getting a variant as well. It should with the 25th issue. And uh, wrapping up, the Indies coming out next week from Image. We have Sea of Stars, number nine. I love Sea of Stars so much. It's, um, you know, uh, it's just a 
one of my low-key favorite reads. You know, I, it's got a lot of heart to it. I'll say that. It's got a lot of goddamn heart to it. Uh, if you're not reading it, try to track down the, the, you know, the first trade. Is the first trade even out? I would imagine so by now. Or maybe, I mean, shit, maybe even the, the, the first few issues beforehand. You might be able to find you. Oh, shit. Where the fuck did that come from? Oh, it might have been this beer here. The old pretzel assassin. Ah, Denver Beer Company. Uh, but yeah, no, that's that's the indie books coming out next week. Let's see if there's anything super big from Marvel to talk about. Yeah, yeah, it looks like it. Mm-hmm. Spider-Man 61. Uh, new suit. Well, it seems like a cameo of a new suit. I know it says new suit, new era on the cover. I hope you didn't buy into that bullshit. Um... <laughs> Because this era is going to be a three-issue arc at most. Just saying. Just saying. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Just, it's on the pull list as for a single issue, but that's it. That's it. Uh, there's a two-tone variant as well that is actually pretty neat. Uh, Children of the Atom, number one. Yes. I hope you pre-ordered a bunch of this one. I did. I think I put myself down for five. Three or five, I don't remember. Uh, it's a bunch of first appearances. A bunch of young first appearances. If we didn't learn any lessons from Strange Academy, then... Well, uh, that's that's on us. Me, I did learn lessons. Uh, actually, where I screwed up with Strange Academy is I knew. I knew. I picked up my one copy, and I continued to work at the at the shop during the pandemic while the doors were closed for two months, nobody coming in another, and seeing a whole stack, a whole fucking stack of Strange Academy number one still sitting there, weeks after the book had come out. Um, but I said to myself, this book's going to be big. And this is before I really got into speculating for my own financial gain. Um, I was, you know, and also, because I didn't pre-order these books, so I wasn't going to be a fucking cunt and do that. I just wasn't going to be me. Uh, <laughs> just because I had the opportunity to do it. Um, lo and behold, even weeks after the doors opened up, it just sat there and sat there and sat there, and then finally, boom, blew the hell up. Now, um, I think we all learned from that. Young first appearances mean something. I don't know what took so long. Uh, I have a feeling this one's not going to take long at all. I mean, this one is just going to be big out the gate and only continue to grow. Um, I, that, that's just me though. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Uh, but I also uh, have my ear to the ground in the speculation communities. And I feel like there's a lot of people that I don't, there's not as many people talking about this as I expected. Let's put it that way. Um, I, I mean, most of the chatters actually come after the FOCs. So <laughs> yeah, more than likely they're a little late. Well, I, I, I got faith in this one, guys. I really do. Uh, as far as the story goes, I'm going to check it out. You know, it's a fucking Hickman Universe Dawn of X type of title, so totally into it. Look at all these first appearances on the cover. Come on. I got like a young gambit looking creature here. Not a creature. Uh, mutant. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh, uh, another Cyclops-esque type of figure. I don't know. I don't know, but I am 100% confident in this book. Okay, 
Conan the Barbarian number 19 is coming out. You're either on it or you're not. Uh, me, I'm on it. Daredevil number 28. Daredevil continues on. Oh, look at that Man-Thing variant. Mm-mm-mm. That's fucking amazing. <laughs> I remember I pre-ordered this one. Oh, fuck. Maybe I didn't. I don't remember. But I remember going, oh, Daredevil Man-Thing variant. I didn't have the image in front of me at the time. I was like, ah, fuck it. I'm all over it, but shit. Now I'm starting to wonder. I guess I'll find out on the 10th, huh? Damn. Might have to go to Hooked on Comics for that one. Well, we got Deadpool Nerdy 30, number one. To me, all this is saying is that Rob Liefeld's old. Fuck off. Uh, Eternals, number three. One, two covers on that one. Yeah, I want to be more into Eternals, but unfortunately I'm so fucking lost. I don't know what this series is at all. I don't know what the team is. I don't know what the Eternals are. I feel ashamed to say that, but uh, I'm going to have to do some serious digging. Some serious digging to figure that out. Uh, Mortal Hulk number 44. Cool, that's continuing on. That's good. I'm glad to hear it didn't get canceled. Three covers on that one. Nonstop Spider-Man. Number one. Uh, yeah. yeah. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight covers. Uh, yeah, just grabbing the, the one. The one. There could be something to this series. I don't know. Uh, but the idea of it as a story is just action-packed Spider-Man stuff makes me really happy considering <laughs> what the fuck the Spider-Man title has been. Uh, Star Wars number 10, the ongoing, is continuing on. Uh, oh, yeah, look at that JTC Princess Leia variant. Uh, we got Strange Academy number 9, two, three covers on that one. Oh, look at the two-tone. Look at that two-tone. Uh, Taskmaster uh, number 4. Mm-hmm. I bet everybody's on Taskmaster now after that surprise in number 3. Betcha. Uh, Double Trouble, Thor and Loki, number one of a little four-part miniseries. Um, yeah, one, two, three, four covers on that one. No way. We got Wolverine Black, White, and Blood wrapping up with its fourth issue. And to wrap up this whole episode, we have X-Factor number eight. So there you go. There you go. Those are all the books coming out next week. I've talked about the books that need to be ordered by the weekend. Don't slack. Don't procrastinate. It's not going to be good for you if you do that. Um, I hope you've been informed. I, I, I hope I've helped out in some way, shape, or form. That's for damn sure. If you've made it this far, I would imagine. Uh, <laughs> I thank you again for tuning in. Remember, uh, leave those five-star reviews anywhere you can. Um, uh, mainly Apple, though. That's the one that matters the most. Um, I, I took down Patreon just for a month. I'm going to revamp it a little bit. Um, I think I'm going to take out the tiers uh, and just bring it down to, I don't know, just a, a certain just one buck gets you in type of situation uh that, that that's all you need um we'll see we'll see uh i just um in the meantime yeah just patreon still exists i'm just not charging you charging you right now <laughs> yeah there you go um i do appreciate all my patrons though so much so much so much um i well i guess i'll uh You'll 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 hear another show on Monday. Yeah, gonna have another creator corner, and it's a, a surprise. It's a surprise. Um, yeah. Remember, start a poll list. Read responsibly. 
pre-order your books. Cheers, fuckers. Hi, uh, you're listening to Cheers to Comics podcast. This is Mark Russell, and you're listening to the Cheers to Comics podcast. Hey, everyone. I'm Monty Michael Moore, and this is the Cheers to Comics podcast with Brian Wayne. This is Drew Zucker. You're listening to Cheers to Comics podcast. <laughs>